0: Uh, hello everyone and welcome to the sarah and adam show i am one of the people i just mentioned i'm adam (laughs) you're not (laughs) sarah Sarah. not yet how are you i'm
1: good how are you
0: i'm good um yeah it's been a long day for both of us you in particular Mm
1: -hmm. it has been hectic hectic af as the cool kids say
0: I don't think I must not hang out with any cool kids. I was like, that's how I've never heard that. And I'm like, there's one obvious reason for that.
1: (laughs) Uh, Self-deprecating humor. (laughs) Starting strong.
0: I've made myself sad.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's been a day. So, you know, naturally I've distracted myself with TV.
0: Yeah. It hasn't been a day for the queen. No. Too soon?
1: It's probably too oh. soon.
0: Yikes. Okay. Ugh. Sorry, Queen. How how many people... I, I did hear one person say, and they thought they were so clever. You could see it on their face.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're like, the Queen is dead. Long live the King. And I was like, do you even know who the King is?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're like, no. Like, George or something? I'm like... Don't say things anymore. Oh, boy. But they, they were like, what say like about the monarchy and I'm like just things like if you get to stop talking it was a very like I'm um in the process of leaving my job and I'm starting to be abrasive to people I don't like (laughs) finally
1: (laughs) I did that when I left my old job too uh
0: yeah I'm like wow my professionalism sure did flee like it's just gone like it's not all the way gone it has a totally frayed um but I'm sur- I'm sh- shocking myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was appalling. I better not try to work here again.
1: <laughs> just burn the bridge as you walk out the door. Uh, <laughs> Heck yeah. Uh, so wait, what was the question? How many people like said something without knowing what they were saying? Basically.
0: Oh, oh just the phrase: "The key, the queen is dead. Long live the king."
1: Mm-hmm. Like how many people said that?
0: That you heard, yeah. I'm just curious because I have no idea. I, I don't know. Like that was something I thought of, and then I'm like, only idiots say that. And then that guy said it like right away. Like, yeah, see.
1: Um, I have. No I don't idea. think
0: they're idiots, actually. Okay.
1: I'm. I'm sure multiple, multiple people said it. I w- when these things happen for me at work, I get so involved in just kind of keeping your head above water and you're doing 5 million things at once and you're dealing with everyone, literally everyone in the company, but then also everyone in other networks ac- around the world. Like American networks are bugging me and all like networks in other parts of the world are bo- bothering you for for requests. So you aren't really paying attention to what people are saying in the moment because you just don't have time and there's just too much going on
0: okay so you're better than me got it
1: you just can't you literally just can't pay attention to it
0: I get it I totally get it um yeah like you you were in you were in a zone like you I was like uh I was doing other things and the queen stuff was just like on the side and whatever but for you that was like work right like that was your focus so yeah I I get it your experience is going to be different um that being said, we didn't talk come here to talk about this queen.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Um. So we have some news today, and then we both you you watched both She-Hulk episodes, right? The you mm-hmm. you watched three and four.
1: Yes, I did.
0: Cool. Me too. Um. And so we could talk about that. We could talk about Dragon Show and I figure Rings of Power.
1: Yep. Yep. I've watched them all.
0: Well, what what do you want to go with for first? Actually, why don't we do news first?
1: Yeah, do the news first. Let's talk about that.
0: Okay, and then and then what do you what do you think after that? What are your
1: uh, I was thinking She-Hulk first. Sure. I feel like we can be pretty brief on that and then into House of Dragon. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Cool. Um all right, so not, not too much news. And to be clear, folks, the people who listen to this, the uh the news that we have it's just like interesting things that you know like we discover throughout the week it's we're we're not putting in like an enormous amount of effort like researching things and like oh my gosh this new cool thing but um so i I do have a couple couple small things though uh so first off uh the acolyte which is a star wars show that will be happening about 100 years prior to the phantom menace Mm -hmm. Um, so we're gonna see gonna see the era of Jedi, the the High Republic, you know, where the Jedi aren't wearing like uh you know their sackcloth nonsense. You know, they're actually wearing like cool uniforms and stuff. Um anyways, the acolyte show just cast the lead, and I, I don't know how to pronounce his la- his name actually. It's Lee. I'm pretty sure that's accurate, and then it's Young Jay or Jung Jay. Now they say Jung. I'm pretty sure it's Young. Um, mm-hmm. As the male lead, he's, he's the lead from Squid Game, which I also have, I haven't seen. Though so I'm gonna at some point maybe.
1: I have also not seen it.
0: I have a feeling you wouldn't. From what I've heard of it, I think you would dislike it.
1: Uh, it's funny because everyone told me to watch it, and I got about. I'm not even exaggerating. Maybe three minutes into it, and I was like, nope, goodbye.
0: See. They don't know you like i do
1: <laughs> so you're spot on did not like it uh but, but i mean i obviously saw him in it in, in that because he's in it right away so
0: yeah yeah so I'm, I'm sure he was just really good in those three minutes i'm sure that that probably inspires confidence within you right
1: I I I didn't not like it cuz of his acting. I'm not saying that. I just don't like the storyline. It was a little no, too it's... too aggressive for me. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I I could see that absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um right. and then the other thing it, it's real small but um there's a there's a new cool sh- short clip of for Andor. It looked pretty um I don't know. I am it's more like I'm just excited like. So they they have this clip of like a couple of people like trying to intimidate him and he's just like you know he's just like what you, you think you can intimidate me like it's you know he's fighting back and showing how tough he is I think um a street smart and then you're like oh this will be cool and then it's just over already just instantly
1: because <laughs> it's that short of a clip
0: right like you told me you didn't even think it was a clip I was like man I don't know what you call it then like a snippet a pseudo clip maybe sound up yeah, yeah it was that was, uh, was interesting though um so i'm excited for star wars news obviously star wars stuff um and the other stuff is exciting too but gosh we've got so much so much going on with shows and it's going to be even busier in two weeks when andor premieres
1: oh man it's in two weeks that's exciting and the
0: the, it's exciting and the first episode is actually three episodes they're giving us three
1: (sighs) it's on a on a wednesday correct
0: I I don't know. The twenty first is Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah.
1: Whew, that's good. That's good at least.
0: Yeah. So we'll. Oh yeah, that's the last day of my um. Yeah, but there's a lot going on that day. Ah. <laughs> ah. So, anyways, on to well. So, do you have any news? I guess.
1: No, I I was gonna look today and then. Everything got side, sidelined.
0: Yeah, you're good. Um,
1: <laughs> so I'm just, I was lucky I even got time to watch the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, I, I'm super glad you could. Um, and so why don't we talk about She-Hulk for a minute?
1: All right. Um. So you, you watched both of them. You watched, because we didn't talk about episode three last week. So three and four Correct.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um. What did you think of last week's? I'm trying to remember okay. what happened. So,
0: so episode three. That's that's where um she gets Wong in on the mm-hmm. the episode, and then we have the shape shifting elf. We have
1: mm-hmm.
0: her having to leak, like testify in court of uh, what a d bag her old coworker used to be. Yeah. Um. And the abomination guy gets, gets uh, released.
1: Yeah. It was, I thought it was good. Yeah. I thought it was like, just I, the thing that I am realizing, like the more that I watch She-Hulk each week and everything is it doesn't take itself super seriously. And I kind of like that about it um, mm-hmm. because I don't take it seriously. So it makes it very easy for me to just kind of brush aside what's happening and just go with the flow
0: yeah good i mean yeah that's it's nice like it's not super crazy involved it's not like this intricate plot where you know all these crazy twists and turns and machinations are happening Mm -hmm. like uh, yeah so she gets ambushed at the end uh by those guys who are trying to get some of her blood
1: yes yes that's right i
0: remember that it didn't work out for them then no um so I, I liked episode three because we saw a couple more char- men car- male characters who weren't just gross, mm-hmm. which is nice. Like I feel like this show is a little bit gunning for you know like we, we want to see a competent, strong female, and that's great. Um, and I'm liking her more, even though she's she hasn't like gone through any growth yet like mm-hmm. she's just like reacting to everything and there's a lot of things i'm like you could grow here but that's fine um but i feel like they're focusing on that so much that it can at times just make like episode four you dive right back into men are gross again so
1: but episode four <clears throat> also plays into the typical female stereotypes as well
0: oh so let's talk about four in just a minute um okay. sorry i i, I kind of um i i went ahead of myself but three three i thought was good um we saw a few like wong is he's so eccentric and fun you know yeah like he forced the guy out to break out of prison so he could fight him so so he could be the sorcerer supreme like it's just it's like uh, you don't believe that about most people but wong like sells it so well he's so eccentric
1: i just find it interesting i don't know why I find it interesting that out of all of the um, characters in the Marvel universe that they could have brought in to make it to make more of like a crossover type thing um, that they chose Wong. I don't know why. I feel like he was at the bottom of my list of, of characters to choose. But it works. And I think it works uh-huh. because his character fits that not taking itself too seriously type mm. role really well
0: i like that yeah that's that's a good point um not to mention like it, it's it's more convenient like he can just teleport in and out and like mm-hmm. it's it's just like I, I just like how casually he can waltz into a prison do his hearing and then waltz out and like no one's no one cares about the security concern that that would pose like right. like the, no one's like so he could just do this at will like do we need to have some contingency in place like they just take it for like uh eh you know everyone's used to supernatural beings in this part of the prison like i guess we'll just allow it
1: well exactly that and they don't even flinch at it they're just like oh look at that there's a hole in the space in space right here
0: right and they don't they don't like check him for weapons or anything like Mm -hmm. you know i've i've worked in uh, and around prisons enough in my life that I know that, like they they take that sort of thing. Like if if someone could do that, like they they get real real bothered when a drone when drones fly around, even right, you know, like just just because drones have a potential for security threat of just dropping something in, like there's they're a huge thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> and Wong's just like, oh, here I am. Let me take <laughs> let me te- take my testimony. Oh, you just told me I committed a crime. Let me leave. Like.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah. uh, it's it, but it fits like the whole theme of the show.
0: Oh, it, it totally does. He, he's really, he adds a lot to it. I also noticed, Um, so you've mentioned it a few times. I was kind of waiting for you to bring it up, but mm-hmm. you just refuse to freaking do it. Uh, <laughs> um, so you brought it up a few times In I noticed it way more in these last two. Um, She breaks the fourth wall a lot more in yeah. these two.
1: Yeah, she does. It's really I, like, and that goes into like the not taking itself seriously. It's aware of the right. fact that it's a TV show, and um, it just makes it. I feel like if if you were to have this show with the same storyline that it has right now, and the same humor and everything, but remove that fourth wall breaking and remove the kind of like poking fun at itself sort of vibe that it has it wouldn't land. Like, I, f- mm. I feel like it would be more of a flop because it would come across just as this really cheesy, jokey show that doesn't work as well. And I think the reason why it works is because of that.
0: Okay, I, I could see that. Um, yeah, I-, I think that... Yeah, you're right. Um, it... It needs something like that. Um, one thing that I was thinking about, though, too. So, like, if you rewind to the second episode, mm-hmm. uh, you remember when she gives, like, shows they're walking through the law firm. She just got her job. Um, he's what well, he's he's guiding her to her office mm-hmm. and she's and he's talking to her and she's talking to the fourth wall and she's talking about how oh my gosh these stupid dumbos like the all these men here mm-hmm. who are so stupid you know don't even have to work as hard as me and all, and all this stuff and then and then you know at like it, it's very ironic to me because then the guy's asking her a question and she has no idea what she said so she just bluffs right And she's one of those dumbos who's not taking the job seriously in that moment. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's being so hypocritical. She's like, I have to work so hard, but she's not working hard in the moment. She's fourth walling.
1: Right. But like, I think that's part of the humor.
0: Uh, Well, yeah. and I'm wondering what she she said, the thing about agnostic, like we'll see if that pops up at some point, but Mm -hmm. um, anyways. Yeah. So three, three was interesting. Um, uh, yeah, I I don't really have that much to say. Like, nothing really progressed for her in a way.
1: No, I think three was just more of like, you see her getting stabilized at this law firm and basically being in her She-Hulk character, She-Hulk persona for work.
0: Oh, and it sets up Pug or whatever his name is as a potential... Like, only person she's probably likely to date ever right. character. Because mm-hmm. then she, he's very obviously missing in the fourth.
1: Yes. Yes, he is.
0: But he's like the only decent human being of a guy that there is, except for maybe her dad. Right. Or, or Hulk, too. But, you know, he's off space things in it up.
1: hmm He's elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So... I don't know. Yeah, It felt like it was more of a, I don't even really want to call it a filler episode, but you um, just kind of see yeah. where, I don't know, gets stable I, I guess.
0: I kind of hate I hate the label filler episodes. Like, I, I get that that, you know, there's a certain type of episode that that, you know, that sort of thing happens, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't really like that label though. I, I would prefer like I don't know, a, a I, I don't even know what the right phrase, right, like, like found, thing is, but
1: foundational or background yeah, builder,
0: something like that. Yeah, what was I even had a a word and now it's eluding me. But um, you know, it it is just giving us more background. Like it's foundational is fine for now. Um, yeah, but it, it was it was that. But we do need to know, like an establishment, maybe establishing, mm-hmm. like you know. We, we need to know what she's like and and then i thought it was interesting too like those guys attack her and she's like fine let's fight and she, she actually does reluctantly embrace the she-hulk right you know she decides to to fight them and uh, it, so going into the fourth one her dad's there and he's like you just got attacked by four men Mm-hmm. and I'm gonna protect you and she's like I'll just beat him up again like she clearly doesn't I felt I felt like that was a little hubristic or you know like she's showing a lot of hubris there of like if they attack me again like no big deal we don't need to call the cops I'll just beat him again
1: right which I feel like is a like that whole interaction felt like a very typical reaction to me minus obviously her reaction to it because most women wouldn't react that way in a i'll just beat him up again type of thing um sure. which feeds into the fact that i think that she is more leaning into this she hulk side of her
0: well, yeah you can see she's reluctantly embracing like it has some perks right which i i don't know i i don't know if i'm so she's trying to date like the whole thing is about her dating basically right this episode
1: this whole episode yes
0: oh real quick let me rewind um did you were you able to tell uh like at what point did you tell the shape-shifting elf Mm -hmm. did you did you see her coming like did you spot her subterfuge right away um in episode three
1: like, when she shape-shifted, you mean? Could I tell that she had shape-shifted? Or could I tell?
0: Oh. Okay, so so the gross guy was in the office there yeah. with Pug. And then he left. And then he came back in. He's like, actually, I decided not to.
1: Yeah, I, I could tell that, that. I knew when he, like, reached for whatever it was. I think it was, like, a snack or a drink or something on the desk. And I was like, mm, the, Just, like, the reaction there was weird. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so that's when I clued in that it wasn't. It wasn't right.
0: Yeah, I was like, the second he walked in again, I was like, that's her. That is absolutely her. <laughs> and it was.
1: Yeah. so I was like, yeah,
0: I'm paranoid. This is cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm paranoid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. But I thought it was good. Like, it was well done.
0: Sure. Okay, sorry. Sorry, let's have them all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um. So, episode four, she's dating. Wong has, he's decided to do law things apparently they don't they're not interested in pressing any kind of charges for him um you know Mm -hmm. helping a prisoner escape and everything um
1: yeah it's fine
0: well and he lives in a different country and yet he's able to just use the american legal system to do what he needs apparently i don't know how that works
1: um i don't don't know how i think it depends on where you where the crime happens.
0: Sure, I guess. Um, Isn't that
1: why people get extradited?
0: I, I don't know.
1: I'm pretty sure that's why.
0: That's cool. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> no, So there's the perpetually drunk, or maybe she's not drunk. She's just kind of real ditzy uh, mm-hmm. girl.
1: Perpetuating the female stereotypes right there
0: oh yeah absolutely that's um, that's
1: it right like nail on the head see a girl in a outfit out at a bar she's gotta be a ditz
0: well sure yeah i mean it, yeah she she absolutely was um and she, it painted her really disparagingly like women aren't like this real women aren't actually like look, look at look at she hulk woman she's awesome um and and it goes through a little bit of her like all the various people she dated and every guy is gross again mm-hmm. her dad is overprotective i'm a man i'm gonna protect you from men you know even him um and then every guy she dates is like a total jack hole for some different reasons except wong is cool i guess but he's eccentric and weird too right erratic right i
1: don't know i thought the whole dating thing was hilarious
0: i thought it was funny too like the the one where he just starts texting after she starts talking and she's like because i'm a superhero and he's like "Mm -hmm, cool yeah and i I don't know i maybe i'm i'm just i'm different i i don't know but she's like the guy's like yeah she's maybe a six and i thought i think she's more attractive than that frankly even if even as they portray her there
1: right yeah, but I, I I think that's part of the whole thing that's going on.
0: Like, she's supposed to be a six, kind of? No, I think or... it's part
1: of the whole, like, she's dating and she, for whatever reason, is matching with these idiots. And, um, or also, like, maybe it also feeds into her, like, you can see that there's this, this battle she's having kind of with herself between being Jen... And being accepted as Jen. Or being mm-hmm. She-Hulk. Which, like, you clearly see this through her dating. Where the guys, you know, she gets all of these matches when she leans into the She-Hulk side of her. Because it's this superficial thing of, like, a superhero on a dating app. And they only yeah. want to match with her because she's a superhero. And, and you see that at the very end when she does, you know, have this what she thinks is a really great date with this guy. And then she is herself the next day. And he's like, yeah, bye.
0: He's like, who are you?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, I was
0: like, I, it was so predictable, but it was still like, uh, that's too bad.
1: Yeah. So, and it just kind of feeds into that whole, it, it creates this, um, very obvious divide and it makes it really easy to see where her, uh, I don't want to say it's like a self-confidence issue, but like you could see where this kind of like doubt comes in about who she should actually be persona wise and whether or not she's liked for herself versus just being She-Hulk.
0: Oh well, well, yeah, exactly. Like what, what exactly matters, you know, like what, and what matters to, and it, it, a lot of unflattering guys, you know, just like every guy is just, I don't know. Uh, I found myself like skeptical that she would have swiped the correct I don't even know the right direction I haven't used one of those apps. Um but like I, I have a I found it difficult to think that she had swiped for any of them. Like I, I don't know, like I'm not attracted to males, but it seemed like they were all kind of like, ugh you know. <laughs> and isn't that the whole thing you're supposed to swipe people you're supposed you're attracted to or something? hmm Yeah.
1: Right. So you wouldn't have swiped on any of them.
0: Right, I and mean, maybe she would have. I just like they all just seemed like it seemed like she would have higher standards. Maybe I'm just totally, totally wrong here, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: not to not to say that any of those people are bad. Whatever, but
1: I don't know. Everyone likes what they like.
0: Okay, all right, that's fine. Um, we can move on. So she, uh, yeah. She didn't have any luck but we didn't see pug at all and i think if i had to predict i think he'll be the if she ends up having a love interest mm-hmm. which i kind of like the whole motif of like people thinking they need a love interest and then realizing that that's kind of secondary to what they really want in life right and like yeah. pursuing that mm-hmm. so i wouldn't mind them going that direction too of like i'm actually sufficient without anyone
1: mm-hmm. i i'm just more curious because now we're four episodes in that like I still don't see a major conflict happening. Right. So I would like something to happen.
0: Yeah, like is Wong just gonna be in here the whole season? Is he it's done now.
1: Right. Like... And like, I I personally don't want a season of her just having different su- different you know superhuman type clients.
0: I mean now she's gonna now she's gonna be fighting this this new thing. Right. Yeah. But still. Yeah, I mean yeah, I, I would like to see a greater conflict as well.
1: Right. But I mean I'm also wondering if we won't see that because of the style that the show is.
0: So tell me, do you laugh out loud when you watch these? Like, I mean, I don't know if you laugh out loud watching, you know, other funny shows or whatever. But like, you know, I'll laugh out loud if I'm watching a comedian. Some shows will make me laugh out loud. This show has been amusing to me, but I've never laughed out loud really.
1: Uh, I laughed out loud during the uh, a couple of the first episodes, the first two, Um, Mm -hmm. and then. Last week's episode, I didn't find super funny. Like, it had amusing parts. And then uh this one, episode four, I, I wouldn't say I necessarily laughed, but I did chuckle at a few parts. Just because I find, like, a lot of what happened, particularly with her dating, really relatable.
0: Okay, that's fair. I was just curious. Yeah,
1: so it's more of just, like, a chuckle because it's... To me, like, it, that whole storyline was very much intended to be for female viewers.
0: The the dating part?
1: Oh, yeah. 100%. Sure.
0: I mean, you'd think that maybe some, some male viewers might be like, oh, is that what I'm like? Maybe they could self-reflect a little bit.
1: Sure. But, but,
0: but it's probably not meant to amuse them, yeah.
1: No, it's more of a, like, this is... Like her, her experience was very accurate.
0: Okay. That's, that's, um, it's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, but it makes you chuckle. So
0: that's it. Okay. Uh,
1: yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't, I'm, I'm still curious to see what happens with the rest of the show. Definitely not my favorite Marvel show, though. No,
0: I mean it, it's very take it or leave it right now. It's just yeah. like, oh,
1: yeah, okay. And I think, like, in order, I I think that in order to enjoy it, you really can't take it seriously. It's just take it at face value. It's mm-hmm. not meant to be serious at all.
0: I, I think I think that they are trying to make certain social like certain points though they're trying to be like yeah this this is what it's like you Mm -hmm. know like they're i I do feel like they they're trying to convey certain especially certain female experiences
1: right and they're doing i think a pretty good job of it
0: sure but so i think they take that part seriously frankly like it seems like that that part they're like yeah we're we're gonna preach that or whatever word you want to use for it Mm -hmm. so Oh, better or worse uh so shall we talk about um house of the the, d- ne- the, ne- the next uh, dating show
1: <laughs> i don't know if you want to if you would advertise this as a dating show
0: <laughs> uh, well i mean in, in a lot of ways there's a lot of similarities right
1: yeah keep it within the family
0: no I, okay i just i think okay so so she hulk <laughs> She Hulk has tremendous pressure to marry or not to marry but to date she feels mm-hmm. like she really wants to date that's what she's doing mm-hmm. um you know like that's her focus right now and that, in that that episode episode four that's what she did like she focused on that um in the dragon show
1: mm-hmm.
0: um Ranares, our train our town whatever she <laughs>
1: whatever her name is
0: <laughs> she is also under a lot of pressure. Uh, she doesn't want to date, but mm-hmm. she's got to Yeah. Kind of. Dating is maybe not the right word, but... um, Get married? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, what, what'd you think of this one? The other two have been kind of violent. I guess the last one, episode two, was less violent. Epis- this one...
1: Episode two was less violent. This one seemed to go right back into it. Yeah. Yeah. And also seemed to really be aboard the marrying your family children toddlers uh train, which was quite disgusting. Yeah. So, um this was probably my least favorite episode.
0: Okay, what what made you dislike it the most?
1: Um So I I do actually like Renara as a as a character, whatever her name is. Um Our town. Our town. I'm liking her character. I like that she is pretty independent and pretty strong-willed. I <sighs> I just can't. I don't know what it is. I can't deal with like this whole theme of you know marry a child type thing it's just irking me at least like get it a little bit older like two-year-old really Mm. it's a little bit disturbing so that was bothering me didn't love the uh killing the deer scene i can't do animal violence like it's I can do uh like I would rather watch that scene at the end with Damon just like basically going to war by himself uh multiple times than watch the deer scene again,
0: yeah, the deer scene was uh I don't know there you could see there was a lot of conflict there in him, yeah, and I was kind of focused on. Him and like kind of his relief of not having to, you know, like what if it had been a, the white stag? Like, what would have happened then? Like, what would his nobles have kind of forced him, right? To do, you know,
1: yeah, it's just not, I don't know, I just, I, it just really irks me. So, um, yeah, I. <sighs> F- what about
0: the what about the boar scene?
1: I didn't like I didn't love it either, just because I knew what happened. And I was just like, ugh. But the, the deer one was worse than the boar scene.
0: Okay. Yeah, I the, the deer scene was disturbing to me. The the boar one, and you mentioned it to us before, before to me before we start, you know, like before we started recording earlier today. Um and it seemed like you were equally disgusted, and I, I don't mind the boar scene, frankly. Like, I didn't need the blood splattering and stuff, but... Right. But, like, that was a clear sign of... That was, like, self-defense. Like, they didn't go hunting for that boar.
1: Right. Yeah, I didn't need the blood spat- splattering. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm just... I'm curious where they're going to go with the storyline, and I want to see the storyline play out. Mm-hmm. I'm just not loving the violence
0: yeah the violence and the um the marrying off minors
1: yeah it's just creepy oh
0: well, yeah so so Ranares is her her ex-best friend because she's very clearly giving her the cold shoulder right um so renares was 15 the, the, the one interesting aspect to the show is how they keep skipping time like the last mm-hmm. one it was Between one and two, it was six months. Now it's been two years or or closer to three because he's going to marry Allison. Mm -hmm. So no child on the way probably, but even if so, that's still nine months. Right. Bear the child. And then the the kid is, is two years old at that point.
1: Yeah. And um, it's interesting that you, you bring up like the time jumps because they're supposed to do like an even further time jump to the point where, R. town and Allison are going to get like, there's going to be new actresses playing them. Cause it's going to jump forward even more. Um, which actually makes me a little bit nervous because I do like the actress that's playing Rina right now. It's not that I, I like think, both of them. Yeah. Not that I think like the new ones will do a bad job or anything, but you know, you just get used to something. So yeah, it's going to be interesting.
0: And it, oh, yeah, that that is a really interesting thing. Like, I don't know how I'm going to, what I'm going to think. Like, it seems like if they're going to have season two, maybe that'll be the natural point to to switch actresses. You know, like, oh, yeah, like, we're jumping ahead 10 years now. Or mm-hmm. I, I don't know what they're doing.
1: And, and it might, I, and, like, I don't know what they're doing either. But I'm curious if they will, if they have flashbacks and then you have these act, actresses mm-hmm. back in, like, flashback episodes or anything like that. But, um, yeah, it's going to... I also feel like with the time jumps right now, like you said, it's been what close to, let's say close to three years because the the kid's two at this point, two-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I like if you removed that, removed the the kid entirely, I myself personally would not be able to tell from the storyline if there's been a time jump.
0: Right, like they they used that almost as like a part of their craft to tell that part of the story.
1: Right, so because the the conflict that they are portraying and the issues that they're having with her with with our town not getting married and not you know picking somebody and the f- clear like cold cold well cold shoulder that she's giving Allison has now been dragged out for three years. It could be also be three weeks, like. Right, that type of conflict right so it they're definitely using that kid as a as a clock
0: <laughs> oh yeah yep I think so as a plot device absolutely mm-hmm. um and yeah I didn't I so you said you like Renera. I I didn't like her pouting like she just like leaves she's like man nah, I'm leaving like I really enjoyed in episode two when mm-hmm. she goes and takes a personal hand with her dragon and forces the settlement to that conflict. Right. At the end. um, In, in this one, she's just like moping. She's very teenager-y.
1: I mean, she's technically still a teenager.
0: Yeah, but it, like I don't have to enjoy it. I guess. Right. Uh, Just because, oh, it's natural for her to act like a teenager. It's like, well, first off, like you would, one would hope that she, you know, if, if so, she's truly an admirable person. Like I would hope I I want to, uh, you know, admire her and want to root for her. You would think that she would show a little more character and a little more poise under this pressure that Mm -hmm. she's, that she has, you know, like, she's like, I want to keep the, the, you know, she wants to keep being the heir yeah but she's not she's not helping her dad see that she's or or the court for that matter see that she's worthy of being an heir at that point they just see a moody teenager and they're like well i hope he doesn't die because then we have to deal with her
1: well yeah maybe i mean i also feel like Maybe if you were named heir and then your dad is just like, oh, like the next week is like, yeah, I'm gonna marry your best friend and get her pregnant and have a boy, sure. Like, I feel like that would be a little bit, um, I don't want to say threatening, but I feel like maybe you'd be waiting on him to renege on you being named heir.
0: Well, yeah, but but that's the thing I guess I'm trying to say is she is waiting, she's not acting. I want her to be acting. I want her to be like, okay, like, okay, dad, you're doing your thing. And if you choose to take me off as heir, that's, that's your call, I guess. But I'm going to do my very best to to convince everyone Mm -hmm. that I should be the heir and, you know, including her dad, like she should be fighting for that. Not. Yeah. Not mooding
1: about. I think honestly, part of the problem is the time jump. Like we're not seeing enough of the development that's happening for why they're acting this way.
0: Sure. Oh yeah. I'm like, so she just acted like this for three years. like
1: Right. And you're kind of like, well, why versus
0: like, it gets pretty old if it's three years of that.
1: Right. Well, versus maybe she didn't act like that for three years. Speaking from, um, I, I will use like a real life example uh, that happened at work. For years, myself and my coworkers acted in a specific manner, um, which was like a professional manner of how, how what we were supposed to be doing and whatever. Anyway, long story short, while we were doing this, though, we kept getting pushback and it got to the point where you were like, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So we all just said F it and stopped. So... I'm curious if there was a point there for her where she kept kind of, and we don't see that like to play devil's advocate, maybe she was trying to prove that she should be the heir mm-hmm. and something was going on that kind of just kept rubbing her the wrong way or being like, yeah, you can keep proving it, but we don't believe you. We don't believe you. We don't believe you. We don't. And then eventually you're like, well, screw it. If you're not going to believe me anyway, I'm going to do what I want.
0: Sure. Uh, maybe that's, like, uh, one way or another, I'm, I'm not that, I liked her character a lot more at the end of episode two, episode three, I'm like, oh, we'll see, we'll see mm-hmm. how this goes. Like, she just walks out of the door, like, her dad is like, all right, I'm not gonna take you off of Ezer, like, right. he promises her, and he's like, you can choose, and I thought he was being very reasonable, actually, mm-hmm. like, given the circumstances, I thought that he was, like, I would, like, it'd be, it'd always be preferable for him, just in terms of, like, as a chess piece, you know, like, to marry her off, and choose, like, the best strategic decision, you know, like, that's more convenient for him, and as king, that's kind of what he should, in a way, do, instead, he's like, just choose who you want, Uh, you have to do this, and I know that sucks, but, you know, follow your heart, kind of, and in return, she turns around and leaves, doesn't say a word,
1: Right. I mean, I don't know. Part isn't part of this whole thing about how they just crumble, like this whole house falls apart.
0: I don't know. It's still two hundred years or something till till their house does crumble. So, isn't it like it? it this is this is two hundred years from from when Game of Thrones happens. I thought.
1: Yeah, but. Um, This leads up to, I'm blanking on the name of it. There's like a war that happens within the Targaryens themselves. It's not, that doesn't happen in Game of Thrones. That's way after the fact. Okay. Um
0: yeah I I don't actually know enough about it I watched that video and now it's everything's just kind of slowly falling out of my (laughs) head like like every memory does
1: well so So. I guess what I'm getting at is I'm just kind of waiting for them all to implode
0: sure that doesn't mean I have to like the way she's treating her dad after he does a nice gesture
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean that's fair but I mean given how Damon acts how she acts how even honestly how her dad acts her dad's a I have nothing really very nice to say about him, to be honest. Um, I'm not surprised that we're going to have a war among the Targaryens.
0: Okay. See, I, I feel like he's trying to do a good job and just not doing a good job. I feel like he's trying to like his heart. Sure.
1: <laughs> I feel like he has no backbone.
0: Uh, well, and yet he's chosen to defy a lot of people sure and piss him off like i don't know i think i don't think that everything he does is totally spineless i think maybe they're the wrong choices but like promising her that she's not going to remove her as heir, like that's gonna put the kingdom in in jeopardy too like Mm -hmm. that's gonna make a lot of people mad i uh yeah you're right like there are some times that he's he's a little like he, he's definitely less brutal than maybe a king should be i feel like he's torn though between being a king and trying to be a family guy and like you know take care of his daughter and do right by the people around him you know that he cares about mm-hmm. not whereas he should be brutal he should be like yeah all right you know yeah you are gonna marry the person who i, I need you to marry
1: mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i guess we'll see
0: I I feel like for him, it's a, he's a little more relatable in in some ways for me, like just thinking about like, I don't know, I wouldn't want to marry my kid off to some random person who's just, you know, like that Tyler Lannister or whatever.
1: Jason Lannister.
0: Jason, yeah. Mm -hmm. Whatever his name is. Yeah, I, I don't know must've have, must've have killed him to have to do that
1: didn't kill him to marry his daughter's best friend and not tell her until the day of
0: let's move on to another show <laughs> <laughs> otherwise our houses are gonna go to war
1: <laughs> fair enough hmm.
0: uh so episode three of rings of power
1: mm-hmm
0: uh so, we didn't get any dwarves or Elrond. Uh, but the other storylines, we progressed. What, what were your thoughts?
1: Um, I liked it. I thought it was... It definitely had more enticing uh, moments for me. Um, we had this discussion, or there was a discussion happening on our Discord server that I was reading. Um, that was about, like, if Rings of Power is... Maybe overwhelming for casual fans or confusing for casual fans. And I could totally see that. Like I can, especially like for me where I don't, I'm probably way more towards the casual side. um, Just because I haven't read the books or anything. But I could see why, like if you were just getting into this, having only watched maybe Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit say you've only watched them once and you really like them and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to watch the show. I could see why it would be confusing.
0: Oh yeah. I, I guess so. I, I'm just absolutely the wrong person to ask because I have not really been lost at all, but I, right like I live and breathe this sort of thing. Like this is, you know, right. You like, have
1: the, you have the knowledge already.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so all this stuff is very, it feels very intuitive to me. I'm like, well, yeah, clearly this, but, I, I mean, clear, clearly not this. There's there's very obviously, uh, you know, some disconnect for, for the casual viewers, so.
1: um Yeah, like, even for me, like, when I was watching this episode, I was like, okay, uh I guess this is, like, an elf slave camp, and... You know where uh what's his name went with the they're all chained up
0: oh yeah the uh, like these are those are original characters i don't know anything about
1: yeah um but like i forget his name it's just like little things like that where you're like okay i guess this is this and you're just kind of trying to follow along but then you're also like why is this important um I don't think
0: it's just elves either. I think it's humans.
1: Okay. I just assumed it's I just assumed it was elves, but um it's obviously some kind of like slave work camp. Um sure. but what I actually did like about that in particular was you have the orcs slash moon knight monsters. Um, and it like to me that really highlighted Sauron's uprising like that I was like okay this is where like we're really getting into the bad
0: yeah so this is actually uh one thing I didn't mention last time this is right in the middle of Mordor well you know Mm -hmm. like that this eventually becomes like the nation of Sauron you know
1: oh okay like Mm -hmm. you can
0: see Mount Doom in the background a couple times like where Mm -hmm. the where the rings are forged kind of thing you know um and so like they're the the southlands this is where this is where all of like sauron eventually like builds all of his fortresses and you know just totally takes over and Mm -hmm. the humans are being watched by the elves because in the first stage in the big war Mm -hmm. all the humans who helped Morgoth the 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 big bad in the first stage they're all still stuck there and the elves don't trust them and the elves and the elves like so you see the these interactions between humans and elves of like the humans are like well we're they're they're clearly sick of the elves like looking down their noses at them Mm -hmm. Uh, you know like oh yeah you're just you think you're so much better than us and the elves are like we can't trust any humans like they just keep dying and they keep being so changeable and some of them are okay. But a lot of them are just like, not cool. Like they're, they're from bad stock. We don't like, we remember your great, 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 great grandfather.
1: Right. And he was
0: a piece of crap. Like he was awful. And, and you're like, I don't
1: even know his name.
0: (laughs) Well, and the humans are like, who, they don't, they have no idea. Mm -hmm. You know, like it, there's that moment in this show where Galadriel is like they're looking at the she's like, I didn't realize that so-and-so made this place. Mm-hmm. And and he's like, Oh, because you knew him. She's like, Yeah.
1: Right. Cause she's and, that old.
0: Right. Yeah. And that that's not even that old for like she's she's, you know, like thousands of years older than even that mm-hmm. moment. But um but yeah, like you have this mo you have this sense of like the elves have seen so much for so long and the humans like they just see the humans is like but we don't know if we can trust you we got to look out like we don't want to be betrayed again because that's all the humans ever freaking did Mm -hmm. in in the first stage was betray us every time it was a human who betrayed us every time humans betrayed us humans but and like, so, and they're, they're being vigilant. They don't, if they think that the bad guys are going to come back and establish themselves, of course the humans are the guys that they're going to look at to be like, well, when are you going to betray us? Like, mm-hmm. it's only been a thousand years. Right. For the elves, that's not too much time. For, for the humans, it's like, the elves have always hated us.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought this one definitely push the storyline further mm-hmm. i was i'm still not really i don't know what it is i'm not really enjoying galadriel's I, not that i'm not enjoying her storyline i think it's fine um i'm just more intrigued by this new elf dude and um nori i oh
0: meant uh, so gosh the the galadriel stuff is in a way she is all over the place and i can understand why that's kind of maybe in a way overwhelming Mm -hmm. to you
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um that that was the part that intrigued me so much in this episode actually yeah um
1: I was just like I don't I guess you're in Numenor now
0: right well in a way she's being used as a plot device for us to see like hey we see like they're searching for Sauron and the wastes and now they're in the capital city of Linden, and now she's going to Valinor, but no, she's swimming around, mm-hmm. and now she's she's in Numenor. Yeah, she's all over the place, but we gotta see Numenor. It's such an important place.
1: Yeah, it, Um, I will say the visuals of it were amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but I saw it and I was like, okay, this looks really good. And then my next thought was this costs mm-hmm. a lot of money. Right.
0: <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, um, well, it's funny because there's this whole campaign of people who are like politicized, who have politi- been politicized. And they're, they're all going and putting bad reviews up about right. this because there's political elements involved i really don't want to jump into that but the common thread is everyone who's giving these reviews even the people who haven't watched it tons of people haven't watched it mm-hmm. and still given reviews which tells you something but um they all all say it's horrible but the only reason i'm giving even half of a star out of five like like that's even like oh, i can't believe i'm even conceding this right but everyone still says it's very beautiful it's very pretty
1: it is. Like, it's very, like, you can tell, it's really well done. They did a good job on that, so.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, okay, so, do you want to, do you want to talk about the Numenorians or the, um, the Harfoots?
1: Um, let's first? talk about the Numenorians first, because that was, I feel like, the big chunk of the episode.
0: Sure. Okay, um... So, yeah, I guess, what, what were your thoughts on it for, like, do you have any questions? Because I feel like that there could be, that there's a million questions here that that are going on. Um,
1: So, okay, so Reef, Numenor, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I was trying to remember why it was important. I was like, this is where, where Aragorn is from, right?
0: Uh kind of he's descended from from the right people okay
1: so these are humans who live longer than the typical human
0: yeah okay so in the first age uh it i mean so it's like they kind of go over it just like really really briefly at the start of the first episode here but the first in the first age, uh one of the velar which is the like they're all they're velar demigods mm-hmm. basically um so one of the velar steals a treasure called this like he steals through the, the silmarils uh that are created by one of the elves by fienor um and he flees across the ocean and the elves pursue him mm-hmm. they proceed to have a bunch of wars and men come into the fray and they you know it's just this whole thing of you know this is the silmarillion book and you know like the elves eventually are just losing so bad that a guy goes and tells the Velar, like, "Hey, like Morgoth is gonna win, right? He, he's gonna win." And so actually, that that guy's two sons, uh, one of them is the one who built the big palace, the the big library thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he, they, that guy's sons had the choice to become either human or elf. Okay. Um. Which is kind of beyond the, but it actually comes into the story because it's, you know, which you see the picture of Elrond in the, on the chapel. Mm-hmm. That's one of his, that's his son. That's what they call him Elrond half Elven because he used to be human actually. Okay. And he, and he chooses to be Elven. Uh, okay. But, Anyway, that's like super besides the point. So anyways, Morgoth is eventually, the the Valar are like, okay, thank you for telling us that. That's good information to have. And then they go and have a huge, crazy war, the war of wrath. And they beat Morgoth. And then they say, okay, so the humans who helped Morgoth, the bad guy, stay where you're at. Like you you can just die in your filth. Right. And, And the humans who helped us, we're going to build you a paradise and they give them Numenor Got they it. Create, and they teach them things. They give them long life. So they live 300, 400 years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they teach them how to sail. And so like the humans here, they're well-dressed. They have huge create, you know, like Hellbrand is like, Whoa, this is like men made this. This is nuts.
1: Right. Um. So I guess like my next thought is, You have the elves watching the humans, like you were saying earlier, because, like, a thousand years ago, the humans betrayed them and they don't trust them. Whereas, when Galadriel went into Numenor, it felt like they didn't trust her. Right. Right? Uh, Right, so... Sorry, I just want to make sure that I'm understanding the vibe correctly.
0: Yeah, okay, so... So the the thing that's been going on in Numenor, and this is the problem with all the time compression, they're smashing three thousand years of the second age all into like the final events that happen, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um but though actually they're even they're they're messing around too, because uh, I'm not gonna get too in, in depth here, but they're like they're smashing all of the so like Tar she's the the queen regent person, mm-hmm. um, and Ferrazon is the advisor and everything, like the, those are the those are uh the people who are in charge toward the very end of the second age proceedings uh don't want to give any spoilers away but um what what's happened in the interim there's like 30 some Numenorian kings okay all, all the way up to this and at the very start they were all really good friends with the elves okay they were close friends and so over time the men had like there, there became two factions there were the king's men who were like hated the elves don't like the elves um don't want to don't have anything to do with like they, they're they're bitter because the elves have long longer lifespans than them okay and so they don't trust the elves. Don't don't like them. And then there were the, the faction called the Faithful mm-hmm. who who are faithful to the elves. Who like you, Airendel, the guy who, the captain who was following her around. Yeah. He's part of that faction who they're elf friends. Like he, I love that they added, like his name is actually in Elvish, mm-hmm. elf friend. Right.
1: Um, okay, so then I guess it got to the point now where we, there are more people who don't trust the elves versus who do.
0: Right. Well, in the last King, um, what is it? Palantir, which I don't, you've just recently watched some of the Lord of the Rings movies. You remember the palette, the Palantir, the seeing stones, mm-hmm. like those uh, were made by him. I believe like he, it means like Farseer or something like that. Okay. Uh, like so the palantir be able, you know like they could talk to it they're like kind of telephones in a way but they can also help you see what's going on in the world and stuff they're mm-hmm. seeing stones um anyway so he, he like so there was a long line of kings men kings like people who didn't like the elves and then he showed up and he's like yeah actually the elves aren't bad and wasn't super popular right okay but he's like like one of the last good kings and then Tarmiriel is supposed to succeed him um and we'll see all those proceedings here now but um yeah so there's a there's a pretty big faction of of the faithful but they're pretty secretive about it
1: okay yeah because it felt like she was not uh trusted at all
0: Right. Oh, well, yeah. Like no one, no one likes the elves. Mm-hmm. They kind of went over that a little bit. I feel like she's yeah, they like, yeah, we we don't let elves in here.
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah. Exactly. And and I think even with like the captain, like he even got some of that his way too of people being like, oh, you brought an elf here, like, right. That same idea. So that that's the kind of stuff though, where if you don't know. Like, To me, if you don't know any of this information and you're just going into it based off what you've watched in the movies, it's mm-hmm. easy to kind of get lost in all of that.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I could, I guess, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, so like Aerendil, he has, so his son Isildur, mm-hmm. he's the guy who eventually, like. Like at the at, in in the Lord of the Rings movies, like you know how they show like a last alliance of elves and men go to fight yeah. go to fight Sauron, and they chop the ring off of Sauron's hand, and instead of him tossing it into the fires of Mount Doom, he leaves. He decides to keep it,
1: yeah,
0: and that's Isildur.
1: Yeah. So, okay, yeah,
0: but I he, mean, sorry he has a me. lot of he has a lot of really good things to do before any of that, though.
1: okay fair (laughs) um yeah it was just an interesting uh, it almost feels it's interesting too because so you have this whole vibe of of her of gladriel going in there where she obviously is the outsider and she's not trusted for all of these reasons um but she also just in general in the first couple of episodes felt like to me she sort of feels like an outsider among the elves as well
0: yeah you're right um i wasn't really expecting that but yeah it does feel like that
1: yeah so i feel like she's just this kind of like rogue agent of sorts and
0: right well it's a pretty grand title to give herself commander of the armies when she for all the elves know right now she's in valinor and doesn't really for all functional purposes exist anymore
1: right like they think she she stayed on that ship yeah Mm -hmm. that's a good point
0: yeah so it's she's posturing too, but you can also see like what she did was actually really a, a really poor political move on her end, just because okay, so you go to this island and all the people are like slowly poisoned against elves. They're like, uh, oh, elves, elves are bad. Like elves probably made this this annoying wind. Elves, you know, like killed my dog <laughs> last night, you know, like just probably blaming everything bad on elves. Mm-hmm. And then she comes in. And they're like, we haven't ever seen an elf. Maybe we're wrong. And she's like, with her snoot in the air, you know, she's like, I am a grand, uh, you know, like you need to treat me with deference. You need to, you know, and yeah. everyone's like, everyone's like, yep, just like the elves we thought you were, you know, like you're annoying, just, just, you're always annoying. Stop, stop being such, such an elf, you know, mm-hmm. like damned elves did kill my freaking dog. <laughs> you know so she kind of she didn't do any good there if she had been come and been like oh man it's so good to see you guys again we really have missed being able to talk to you Mm -hmm. you guys are you know like we would love to talk to you more and just reopen you know discussions and Like, she could do a lot of good. She could really disturb. Like, none of those guys have ever seen an elf. They've just lived on their little insular island.
1: But do you think that they would buy that if she had walked in and done that?
0: Uh, Well, you can't. uh, Maybe not. But she would have done a lot better Mm -hmm. with that, especially with a genuine display of affection, rather than the, like, I'm better than you nose in the air thing that she Mm did.
1: Right. That's fair
0: she's like you'll save the world by to leave letting me leave because i'm a, i'm about i have important work
1: because <laughs> i'm i'm gonna go save it
0: right yeah yeah you're not gonna save it you can you can assist the person who's gonna save it
1: yeah um and then her the guy that she's traveling with this human i can't remember his name mm-hmm. Halbrand. yep um he is a made-up character as well is that right
0: yeah, potentially. So, right now, I'm I'm wondering. All right. So, we're in this really weird time thing. So, yeah, we, we don't, there's no Hellbrand in any of the books. But mm-hmm. so, at some point in the Second Age, Sauron is going to create the nine rings for the kings of men. Mm-hmm. And I think Hellbrand is going to be one of his eventual ring wraiths, is my
1: guess. Oh, okay. I like that. Like, is that like an official prediction for me yeah
0: sure i, I mean yeah <laughs> yeah like i i'm curious like so he's he's yeah he's like yeah i'm he's talking about like the the king who swore an oath mm-hmm. the blood oath to Sauron and i you know he's like i'm not the champion you seek i i think i think he's gonna be like the anti aragorn where mm. Aragorn Aragorn's like I have this weakness in my blood, but I'm going to overcome it. And I think Hellbrand is going to be like, well, it would be real nice to overcome the weakness in my blood, but instead I'm just going to become like the witch king of Angmar and just live forever and kill everyone. Instead,
1: we're just going to embrace it and go right full blast. Well,
0: you saw how vicious he was with those guys. Like, and Man, it, it just made me so sad because he's like, please don't. It, it's like almost like he's just hoping that there's some good thing in humanity mm-hmm. left or something. And they're like, no, we're just going to beat you up. And he's like, and then he was crazy brutal. Yeah, there was
1: no no middle ground there. He was like, please, please, please don't do this. And then they're like, like you said, no, we're just going to beat you up. And he's like, all right, full steam.
0: Yeah, He's like, all right. I mean, and you can't hardly blame him even. I mean, the level of viciousness he showed was was maybe blamable. But I, at the end of the day, I'm like, I, I don't know. The, mm-hmm. They asked for it. He, they were given the opportunity to not. Mm-hmm. And they didn't take him up on it. Like, he asked for mercy. They gave no mercy. So that's what they got in return.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh... But I will say, like, when when he was... I don't even, I don't even know if I would call it like begging them not to do it but a, like asking them please please don't do this as soon as that started happening I was like oh this isn't gonna go well for them sure. like, I, I just got this this feeling that he was not gonna be tame about things
0: I liked that actually <laughs> I even if he turns into a bad guy I just I liked that he's just like okay you guys. Like, what do they call him? Like, half-man? Or it wasn't that. It was, like, low-man or something. Because mm-hmm. because he's literally, like, a different species, really. Like, they all look the same, but he, he's constructed differently. He's gonna die in a few years. They're gonna die in 300 years, right? you know?
1: Um, But it makes him more of an interesting character to me.
0: Yeah. Oh, me too. I liked that part a lot. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, sweet. Like, and he beat up guys who kind of deserved it, frankly, right. a little bit.
1: So it was, it was, a, uh, yeah, I think that I find him more intriguing than Galadriel at this point.
0: Oh yeah. Well, and that's the, th- like, so you say like, it makes him more intriguing that he's going to live a short life. Mm-hmm. like. It makes a lot of sense that Galadriel, who's been around for multiple thousands of years, she's just been the same thing the whole time like Right. She's just haughty and I don't know, like there's not she's not that likable yet, right. if she ever will be.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. So
0: mm. Yeah. Yeah, like the humans do make it more interesting. So and I I will say um uh, yeah, Eirindel, the the captain guy, mm-hmm. is, is a very, very interesting character moving forward. Like, he's, he's one to watch. Mm-hmm. And, and they created a, an original character, his daughter, which is not in the books at all.
1: Oh, okay. But he has the son in the books.
0: Yeah, he actually has two sons. They mention Anarion, mm-hmm. which is the older son, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: But yeah, so him, Isildur, and Anarion mm-hmm. are all they're all pretty important to the whole thing Mm
1: -hmm. okay um yeah yeah, he was i don't know i guess he's interesting to me just because he he brought the elf i shouldn't say the elf he brought galadriel um
0: i just i loved his composure i loved how his sense of self was so strong mm -hmm. there i i don't know like he just seemed so sure of what he was about and you know he's the guy he's like a leader like he's one of those guys you're like man things are going well and he's like look guys i think it's going to be fine and he's the guy you listen to Mm -hmm. you know yeah so self-assured. i I really liked but yeah the first parts with him solid
1: yeah so i think that was pretty much everything that i can think of in numenor that kind of I don't know. I found interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, so other other than the fact that they they had a map of. Oh yeah. Uh, Mordor apparently.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. Um, I also thought it was kind yeah. of funny that like pretty much right away Galadriel looked at it. And she's like, "This is a map."
0: Yeah. She <laughs> figured it out.
1: Yeah. So which I mean, so my immediate reaction to that was, of course, she figured it out in two seconds. Like that's kind of. Ridiculous, And then I was like, well, if you've been around for thousands of years, you probably know what to look for. Well,
0: yeah, I think I think she just needed one little. like. Oh, this is her obsession, too. It's yeah. not just she's been around for a while. It's like I mean, it's, it's like this the show for me. It's like I know I can understand intuitively a lot of the things that are happening, even though it's like a lot of its original stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh yeah okay the orcs they don't like sunlight you know like that's obvious to me right you know and i love that they added that by the way but then but uh you know to other people they are like oh okay i guess orcs might not like sunlight whatever but to me it's obvious to her though it's even more like she's driven her whole life to try this is her whole focus
1: mm-hmm.
0: she just needed something to bridge the gap and she was there right. you know
1: right which makes sense like when you when you think about it that way right Mm
0: -hmm. oh but i mean you're right she did just solve it she's like oh yep cool all right puzzle solved let's move
1: (laughs) next piece let's go yep oh man um cool any other thoughts on on numenor
0: so one last thing i Mm -hmm. thought it was interesting that she took the time to research hellbrand which means she actually found some significance in a human which i thought was good
1: Mm -hmm. okay that's a good point Or she was just wanting uh information to manipulate with
0: i mean even so like she she wasn't just like all humans are animals basically i don't want to deal with them like she she ascribed some level of importance Mm -hmm. to him that maybe she wouldn't have previously so maybe we see a little glimmer of a little growth with her
1: right yeah that and okay. I feel like that worked. There was probably like a little bit of a device too where, so you have it where she is acknowledging him and showing maybe that he's important and she gets growth, but it's also us getting info. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not that much growth, frankly, but right. you know, well, she she has some work to do for sure before she, you know, she eventually becomes a, a, a much more powerful character, but in diff- in more than just with her sword. Mm-hmm. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: um we could talk about the Harfoots if you wanted though.
1: Yeah. Um I don't know what it is with the Harfoots. They're they I, I feel like they're making them really important.
0: They're kinda of cutthroat.
1: Yeah. I will say though, uh when when it cut to the scene of them, like kind of like skipping and dancing through the forest. My, Mm -hmm. my immediate thought, (laughs) this is going to sound so lame. Uh, immediately I was like, this is giving me Peter Pan and the lost boys vibes.
0: Oh, they're just kind of wild.
1: Yeah. Like it just, it was giving me that kind of like fun, do what you want type of thing. Um, So, it was just entertaining. But, yeah, they were... I don't know. Uh, I I feel like they're giving a lot of importance to them. Especially Nori. And I don't know if that's going to be a sticking point for people. I'm curious. But I I personally don't care because I haven't read the story.
0: Yeah, well. So... uh in my opinion what what it seems like to me is like sure we get to see a little bit of what hobbits used to be Mm -hmm. um i I mean the i think that they're the i think the the guy is gandalf
1: stranger you think think
0: so i think it makes the most sense like i I think they want us i I also think they want fans to think he's gandalf so Mm -hmm. they might be tricking us a little bit like Gandalf is the one who pays attention to the hobbits. He's the one who cares about them. Mm -hmm. Like Sauron or Sauron, what you know, the other, the white wizard, the head of their order. Yeah. He always he was always like, no, they're they're unimportant to the extreme. Like, I'm not gonna even I don't even know where they live. Like, who cares about the hobbits? Mm -hmm. And Gandalf always kept track of them and always took care of them. And I think this is why. I think he's like, they took care of me Mm -hmm. at great personal like peril to themselves, like way outside what they were going to do. I'm going to do the same.
1: Um, it, it, it's, it's funny too. So I, in this episode, I, cause I still was like, I don't know who this guy is, but I'm super intrigued. Um, I could, I f- think this episode probably whether or not he is Gandalf alluded to him being Gandalf more heavily in my opinion. Um, so there were a couple of things that I I noticed right away. Um, so you have like that scene where they're all kind of like gathered in the evening, and he's looking at the paperwork paper by himself, and it catches fire at the mm-hmm. at the chart. Uh, which one I found hilarious that he was just kind of like right there in the open, so close to them.
0: I know. <laughs> I was like,
1: I saw that. I'm like, are you? supposed to be that close because I feel like it's gonna go bad Um but then you know like he catches fire this whole thing anyway and he falls slash runs through their, their whole setup and when he stands and he kind of pokes his head through it that imagery to me was of like a wizard's cloak
0: yeah it kind of looked like it didn't it right mm-hmm. like that
1: to me I was like oh but then he also immediately after that was looking for Nori and then you have like his whole like friend bit at the end. So, yeah. I think they're heavily hinting towards that. But that imagery where he poked his head through, I- immediately I was like I-, I don't know. I just immediately thought of Gandalf yeah. with his little his little cloak. Like, cloak, his robes. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was a pretty humorous way of doing it
0: yeah oh and i think it makes sense too like i i don't know like you could make him into like sauron or something crazy like that but i mean the fact that he's like friend and and he did come from the sky and land like that that seems like you know when they send him this isn't exactly what it's like in the lore Mm -hmm. like the lore he he, the wizards aren't even in the second age they're all in the third age um like the start of the third age Mm -hmm. um but this is the like kinda of the end of the second age, so we can kinda we can kinda do it. But
1: blur the line a little.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And Gandalf is a recognizable guy, you know?
1: I feel like and this might be an unpopular opinion, but I feel like for something like this you're you're attracting people who obviously know like the the, the Lord of the Rings fans, who know the series in and out and, and want to watch the show. Or don't because they're they think it's gonna be bad, but that's kind of who you're going for. But then you're also going for the casual Lord of the Rings fans, mm-hmm. and the easiest way to do that is to f- provide fan service, which is hobbits, a- Harfoots, and Gandalf. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I mean you saw that when they had the Hobbit movie and Legolas was in it, and like that was a fan service moment, right? Which I know we've talked about before, so I could see them uh, having him having that that stranger be Gandalf as a fan service thing to kind of entice people to watch
0: well yeah like as as like a I I wouldn't necessarily call myself maybe I'm a super fan like I'm I'm pretty deep into the lore so Mm -hmm. I guess compared to most I really am a super fan um uh I I might cringe I, I don't actually I'm fine if it's Gandalf uh yeah I just You know, but a a lot of people who are in a similar situation as me, I I think are gonna have a really tough time accepting that. Um, But the the people who are truly the fans Mm -hmm. are pretty small compared to the number of audience that they're going to have. Right, really, I was
1: wondering what that that ratio would be like
0: i think I think it's pretty vanishingly small like there there is still a pretty decent number of people who like the lore a lot, mm-hmm. but i mean it, it's been around for a long time, but it's it is so hard to crack into the lore of it, right. you know like it just really is like the the language use and stuff it's it's very dry it's very old and people will argue with me with me till it's blue about how compelling it is mm-hmm. and it just isn't to me compelling and i'm I mean, I have a degree in English literature. Like you'd think that the you'd think that if it's going to be compelling to me mm-hmm. or to someone, it'd be compelling to the, this guy who's read through a lot of these dusty old tomes. You know, right? I love the, love the lore of it. The story is really cool. It's really deep and awesome and pretty boring to me. To
1: me, <laughs> that's fair. So, oh. yeah, I thought. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like the Harfoots. I think they're, I think they're humorous.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, it's just sad to, you know, like they, they're talking about all the different people who died and it's yeah. sad. And, and then they're just like, and you guys might get left behind. And if you do, I guess just F off.
1: Yeah. It was sad. It was just like an overall, which is, it was, um, huge difference from what you saw with them coming in like dancing and, and singing
0: well and they're all like and you know we all take care of each other and that's actually kind of false actually yeah a little bit cutthroat i don't i don't really they, they display a kind of nasty side in my opinion
1: mm-hmm. they do
0: i don't, don't really like it
1: so i'm i'm in know i think maybe the Harfoots might be my favorite part of the of the show so far could see that so cool yeah are you excited for the next episode
0: oh yeah yeah this was the first one i was like oh that was pretty cool i you know i like the action scenes Mm -hmm. actually though i will say the warg was really poorly done there was a lot there was a few times the cgi i was like that's a billion dollars of CGI. I,
1: I meant to ask you, yeah, because when, when when that was coming out, I didn't catch like I heard what he said, but I didn't really hear what he said. And uh so it was a warg, okay. Mm-hmm. That kind of like pig slash warthog thing. So
0: orgs are orgs are like Writable wolves for orcs to to be able to go and kill things with, and like wargs, wargs are go hand in hand with with orcs usually. Like it,
1: it looked like a, it looked like a mean version of Pumbaa.
0: I I, I didn't love it. I thought that was like the only. So that time... was just a
1: bad portrayal. Then it should like it should look more wolfish. Is that what you mean?
0: Yeah, I mean they call it like, like it in in the two towers mm-hmm. uh saruman releases the warg riders, and they're called the wolves of saruman mm-hmm. like they're they're wolves they're they're big nasty vicious wolves yeah that and that sense. thing was supposed to be a wolf ish okay it
1: did not look like that <laughs> it literally... i thought it
0: looked okay like it but yeah it was i just thought that there were some times it was like i don't know just not good at not well animated
1: it, it looked like a mean Pumbaa. Okay. <laughs> but th- I, like, I thought it was a war- some kind of weird warthog thing.
0: Yeah, it's... Because
1: uh, that's what it kind of looked like to me.
0: It's supposed to be a wolf thing.
1: All right, well, then I agree with you that the CGI maybe wasn't spot on there. Yeah. Um. I will say that whole scene was really sad just to watch them, like, fighting to get free and then you realize that when even if you do escape you're not really gonna escape
0: yeah well I thought, I thought it was a really sad part and i thought it was i actually really liked it the artistry of showing just how vicious the orcs are they're like you you are brave you were strong like you earned your group water mm-hmm. so they're all drinking water and they're, they don't trust the orcs they're like, oh, maybe it is safe. Like, we got some water. Cool. And then the orc just, like, as he's drinking oh, water, wow. just slices the guy's throat. Like, hmm.
1: I know. It was, uh, that was, a. I've actually gasped at that.
0: Yeah. Well, it was, it was, that, it was so slow, like, so deliberate. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah, I think this episode just as like a final thought especially towards the end i was like okay we've i feel like we've kind of kicked off a bunch of these storylines now that it feels like i like we've got the momentum going and i want to right like go into the next one
0: yeah i'm excited man uh this this was the first two, I was like, well, it's pretty, but we got to wait and see. We got to just wait and see. And this one, I was like, oh, yes. Like, I was sometimes just like excited about things. Yeah. You know, like, oh, that was cool. That was awesome. I got to see this. Like, this is the first time that it actually elicited a lot of emotion in me.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm, it definitely intrigued me more this time, which yeah. is great because the second one I was kind of on the fence with. So this one was more. More hooking. Good. Yeah. Cool. So that that's it, I think.
0: I think so. Should we just call it a day?
1: Yeah, I think I think we're we're done. I mean this is a extra long episode apparently.
0: Oh, sorry about that. No, it was
1: fine. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of felt like it would be. Um, yeah.
0: Alright, well we'll try to keep it shorter next time.
1: No. I think we're good. So Alright. I guess till till next week when it's still only three shows next week, right? We're still only on yep. House of the Dragon, Rings of Power, and She Hulk. Yes, ma'am. Alright. Well, hopefully we have time for all three.
0: I hope so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. That's it. All
0: right. That's over. <laughs>